take me part Country cars, Brooks and Dunn, Johnny Cash, Sirius XM, please sponsor us, take me part Country cars. <laughs> To Folsom Prison Tunes. The only podcast a con- about a country. The only podcast a country. Uh-huh. The only podcast a country. Yes. The only podcast about country music because who the fuck talks about country music? <laughs> we do, goddammit. Sean Parada, Lauren Campbell, What's up? Derek Crage. This is off to a real funky start. It's off to a start. We're getting into it. We're talking about the Sirius XM Top 1000 Country Songs of All Time. They're bad. We make it better. We do, do our we? best. No. I no. feel like we make it bad in a different way, which we is We do fun. make it bad in a different way. We make it... We talk about why the songs are bad, and then we make our own bad list. Yeah. Based on our bad list, rules. Our list is fucked up. Our rules... Our rules made it that way. Uh, what are what are we on? What are we on? We're on uh, 121 to 130. Correct. And we discovered, if you listened to last week's episode, you would know that, uh, oh boy, the list has, has buckled under the weight of being out of the top 100. <laughs> the list clearly was, was in, in spite of it being a 1,000 song list it was not built to go beyond 100 (laughs) and the songs have gotten weirder and worse and the good songs have gotten fewer and farther between after saying that i'm very excited to hand it off to lauren yeah great thanks who's gonna just shepherd us through another delightful 10 lauren whenever you're ready I like this week better than i liked last week's set i probably did too I, Um, i think that might be true i didn't get like actually viscerally angry while listening to this set, unlike last week, so I'll take that as a W. Anyway, starting us off this week, we have Take a Back Road. (laughs) Why did I say it like that? Whatever, we're moving on. Hey, Take a Back Road. Take a Back Road! (laughs) Maybe I'm just mad because this song is so painfully average. Anyway, uh, it was written by Rhett Atkins and Luke Laird, performed by Rodney Atkins. Rhett and Rodney are not related. I checked. Mm. Wait, um, wait. So, but hold. So, and there's, and you know, I mean, there's Chet Atkins. I don't think like a, they're related to them either. So there's <laughs> just a bunch of Atkins in country music, so, I guess. So Rhett Atkins, along with Larry Laird, wrote this song for. Rodney Atkins. Rodney Atkins. Neither of them are related to each other, nor are they related to Chet Atkins. Correct. Okay. All right. We're <laughs> okay. Just collecting Atkins over this here. This is immediately confounding. Very um, good. Yeah. A good. I mean, I feel like that's that's right for us. Um, it was released on April twenty fifth, twenty nineteen, off the album Take a Back Road. Um, it reached number one on the Hot Country Songs in October of that year. Mm-hmm. Um, Rhett Atkins came up with the song's title after hearing a friend say that listening to a Hank Williams Jr. album made him want to ride a dirt road right now. 
they somehow expounded on that to Oof. take a back road. Oof. <laughs> Sean, how do you feel about this song? Uh, this song, this song makes me wanna wanna take a back road. This song makes me wanna take the long way home. Uh, it makes me wanna grab my honey. Uh, <laughs> makes me wanna ride some two lane country. That's the words that uh, come in order in this song. Uh, <laughs> I know that when I'm listening to this song, if I run into a tra- uh, traffic jam, then it better be a tractor man. Uh, <laughs> I could go down the list of like things that this song makes me feel, uh, and they're all and you know it's uh, I, I I like the wind blowing through my baby's hair. I am sick and tired of this interstate system. It's really I mean, if anything <laughs> should be the subject of a country song, it should be about our congested. An antiquated interstate system. It's really a mess. We should all just be on dirt roads. What the foot is this fucking... What? <laughs> and, and you're right. Painfully average. That's what the list has become. Like, the list has become just like a fucking dartboard of the most fucking nobody guys singing the most nothing-ass songs. Mm. And that's exactly how I feel about this song. I I feel nothing about it largely aside from like a little bit confused about the stupider of the lyrics fair enough uh derek do you park the car when things get hot (laughs) derek no do you park the car when things get hot just keep driving Um, very good it's park the truck hey Uh, and and i I did sure like that was one of my notes because like the fact that he repeats it he yes. really wants it's you to so know. much more uncomfortable. It's yeah, worse. Uh, and I hate it. It is like a catchy song. You know? It is a catchy song. Yeah. Which I don't know if that's good for it or not. Um, that's however, fair. everything musically is completely forgettable, except for the fact that the backup singers are soulless husks. Yes. Yeah. Just the most blah delivery nothing yeah. happening nothing behind the eyes i don't know bog standard hate the city lyrics uh, there are better iterations of this dumb and bad all right yeah i mean this is a song like i wouldn't mind if it was on his background music but i like wouldn't seek it out like this is like driving to the beach music or you know just like i'm not actually listening to this but it's on and that's fine. It's just average. It's fine. The one random female, like, background singer who comes in at the end and just, like, kind of riffs a little bit, like, are you lost? What are you doing here? Like, it just... (laughs) Yeah, who was he throwing a bone to? Like, why did that... If that had been, like, a presence throughout the song, if, if, like, she'd been around and, like, utilized better, maybe that could have added something, but it felt so tacked on. Uh, it was just so random. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. Fine. Uh, Sean Boots and Spurs. Uh, three. Three, uh, three boots and, uh, I, four? I guess four. I don't dislike this song. Yeah, four, four boots and four spurs in that, like, world of pop country. This is a pop country song that I feel almost nothing about. <laughs> Derek? Uh, yeah, I'm a little more on the negative side of this one, so it'll be three and three for me, I think. 
Um, yeah, I'm going to lean towards four and four, uh, also, because I just don't, it's fine. It's fine to listen to. Great. After that rigging endorsement, we'll what move on low to, uh, energy start. <laughs> to, I mean, bunch of, bunch of low energy gems on this podcast. This Holy fucking shit. song is like low energy. Like it he, is. He sings it. I don't know. This man sounds like, I don't know if he has other songs. I didn't look into it. But, like, no, I don't know. this song reminds me of, like, you, like, my cousin is a music producer, and he told me I could sing, so I yes, produced this yeah. song. <laughs> like it's- every, every, every song like this just makes me, like, go listen to Good Directions. Like, Good Directions is just, like, a better, it's exactly this. Like, it's a bunch of, like, country tropes. It's, mm. like, a nobody guy with a twangy voice, but it's got a sense of humor. It's got a little quirkiness, and it's so much better. Like yeah. he, it, it's so easy to elevate these songs a little bit. And every time you get like a take a back road or fucking the, another one coming up in a little bit on this list, you want them to just be like, just go. Like there's ways to make this thing just like a little bit better. That'll really, like, make it stand out from among this pop country nothingness. Yeah, it has, like, no character at all. No, none. He does have other songs, uh, and they generally fall exactly along this line. Uh, Yeah, okay. okay. So that's just standard annoying country shit. He's got one about his daughter coming home with a boy and he talks to him while he's cleaning his gun. Wow. I hate it. Yeah. Yep. All right. Great. Cool. Perfect. Moving the fuck on from that. Uh, we have, uh, number one twenty two. last date. Um, okay. This song was written and performed by Floyd, Floyd Kramer in 1960. Um, so there was some musical theory in this when I did my research. Um, apparently Ooh. this this song, we're going to learn something today. Uh, this song exemplifies the slip note uh, style the of piano Apagitura. playing. Yes. Wow. I think, do you, do you mean, do you mean Slipknot? Is yeah. it a Slipknot song? That's what you. When I was writing my notes, I did accidentally write <laughs> Slipknot. <laughs> And then I reread them, and I was like, "That's not correct. That's not it. <laughs> Something's not right What's, here." Uh, what what words are being said? What were what are you guys? What's happening? Here? Um. So basically, it's what slip note is is it's exactly what it sounds like. It's when you add when you start a chord on a dissonant with one dissonant note, and then you slip into the correct chord. Oh, cool. Um. If you listen to it. Like, if you listen to the song listening for it, it happens approximately every four seconds. Okay. Um, and it gets really grating once you're listening mm. for it. Uh, yeah. That's my personal opinion. Um, this peaked at uh, number 11 on the country chart in the U.S. and number two on the Hot 100. Uh, it also charted number one in New Zealand, number four in Canada, number eight in Australia, and it's number 510 on Billboard's all-time Hot 100. Uh, what? one more thing about this song, uh, it inspired a vocal adaptation, uh, sung by Conway Twitty, uh, and oh. the song is called Lost Her Love on Our Last Date. Um, it's also been covered a million times by a million artists. Mm. Um, Derek, what do you think of this song? <laughs> uh, 
I think I liked learning about the Slipknot thing. Because uh, it, it, it gives sort of a sense of swing to the mm-hmm. song, which I think is kind of neat. Uh, and now that I know about it, every time I listen to a song that's going to be going for the Nashville sound from this era, I'm sure I'm going to hear it. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's, it's fine. The arrangement's nice. It's fucking boring. I, there was, like, there was so much other stuff going on that this, this man playing this piano, I don't understand. I don't get it. Is it just that his name's fun? Floyd Kramer Kramer. is a good name. Floyd Kramer's a solid name. Yeah. This is not a solid song. It's just a piano ditty. I don't know, man. That's all. That's all I got. (laughs) Sean? Yeah. I like that riff. That, like, riff that gets repeated. Mm -hmm. Um, It's, it's, it's good. I don't, I, I like this fine, but who cares? (laughs) I don't want to be like the guy who's like, well, it ain't got lyrics, so get it the fuck out of here. You know, I like some instrumental stuff, but I I don't know. I use instrumental music, like, utilitarianly. Like, I use it, like, while I'm writing or while I'm, like, doing something I need to think about. Like, I'll put on something, like, I'll put on some Brian Eno while I read a book. Like, I'm not, you know, I'm I'm not just, like, seeking this out and putting it on and, and jamming. It serves a purpose. That purpose is not to be in the 120s on the top 1,000 country <laughs> songs of all time. Especially because it charted higher on the Hot 100 than it did That's, on the country. What is that? What? Who? The charts were weird, like, back in the day. I get it. But, like, what, fucking what? <laughs> it, it, like, how, how, like, what would have to happen for an instrumental to chart to be like on top 40 radio right now i i i don't i it wouldn't happen i don't yeah no i was like oh maybe if a really popular artist did something like that but like gaga and ariana have done things like that on their albums but those songs aren't the ones that chart like no they're not singles they don't release them as singles this song was released as a single yeah, I mean, it, yeah, I, 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 I mean, if I, if I remember correctly, while I was reading, and I may not remember correctly because I didn't really care, but <laughs> this guy had already made quite a name for himself, like he was touring with Elvis and shit like that. Mm-hmm. And, oh, that'll do it. Uh, he had like sort of developed this style that would become very influential. And I can also imagine, like, in 1960, right? That's when this was released? 1960, yeah. Mm-hmm. You're... I mean, A, you don't have the fucking options that we do. Right. And, you know, I could imagine myself falling asleep and dying while listening to this driving down the road. <laughs> and it wouldn't be a bad way to go, you know? <laughs> It wouldn't, it wouldn't be a bad, it's like if you're, if you know like that feeling when you're like, 
you sort of like saying you're like, oh shit, like I was falling asleep at the wheel a little bit. Let me like roll the window down. Let me put on like some music that I can like sing along to, something like high energy to get me going for the last like stretch of this road trip. I like the idea that instead you like you roll your window up, you turn the heat on, and you put this song on, and you're like, I guess I'm I'm just gonna let the highway hypnosis take me. I'm gonna pass out and drive into a fucking ravine. Listening to Lloyd Floyd Kramer. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah, I don't know. This this is a song. It like I know they didn't have options in nineteen sixty, but it does seem kind of late for this particular song to be this popular. I I right, I, I it nineteen sixty does feel like more more modern than like a lot of these songs that were popular in 1960 are this sounds like it's being played on like a player piano when john wayne walks into a fucking dusty saloon yes that was exactly where my brain went Um, i wonder if this was in a movie was this like or did he just write a song i don't think he just wrote it there was nothing (laughs) there's no context of this all right Fucking weird, man. It's fucking, fucking weird. weird. Yeah. Don't put this here, Sirius XM. It sponsor us. Doesn't make any sense that this is here. Uh, Derek, Boots and Spurs. Uh, I don't know. It's five and five and five. It's very sure. middle of the road for me. <laughs> I'll do that too. I don't know what, because I don't know what else to do. I'm going to do four and five because that slip note got really <laughs> grating. After I learned about it. That's very funny. I'll have to, now that I know what that is, I'll have to listen to it. By the end, it's just like, stop with the dissonant Every, chords. Just that's stop. So um, maybe that's just me. Mm. Moving the fuck on from that. <laughs> um, we have, <clears throat> we have 123, uh, Desperado. Uh, this is a fucking Eagle song, uh, that Clint Black covered in 1993 for the Eagles tribute album, Common Thread, Songs of the Eagles. Um, it was originally written by Glenn Gray and Don Henley. Um, my favorite fact about this particular song is this song was originally written about someone's friend named Leo. Mm-hmm. And the original lyrics were, Leo, my God, why don't you come to your senses? Which I just oh, think- amazing. Is incredible. Leo, my God. Um, so it peaked at number 54 on Hot Country Songs. It's been covered by a ton of fucking people, including The Carpenters, Linda Ronstadt, Kenny Rogers, Johnny Cash, Miranda Lambert, and Kristen Chenoweth. Huh. Kristen uh, Chenoweth sounds fun. Yeah that, yeah, that was... I mean, she did pop music for a little bit. Did she? But I'd be curious to see... Yeah, she had like a couple pop songs none of them made like them super big but Hmm. um yeah i don't know y'all should go before i go on this because i don't know anything about the fucking eagles uh sean uh i mean i don't the eagles are trash the eagles are bad wow like the most famous thing about the eagles aside from hotel california existing is that when you'd go see them live they'd play their songs exactly the way they sound on the record and it's like, what? then why would I go see them live? <laughs> why wouldn't I just play the record? <laughs> like, I like bands that, like, give you a little something extra. It, it, like, 
identical wow. to the record. And people say this like it's a good thing. I'm, uh, fuck that. Fuck that. I don't, yeah, no, I don't like the Eagles at all. Hotel California is a good song, but it's really cheesy. Um, well, this, this song, this song really grew on me. And like, in spite of, I know, no, it's fine. There's, I'm not, there's no case that I'm going to go <laughs> and make for this song. It's not a good song. But it got me. <laughs> it got me. I don't know why. It's, it's, uh, this song's really cheesy. This song's yes. fucking dumb, cheesy garbage. Oh, and yet Desperado. It got, it really, <laughs> I don't have anything intelligent to say about why I like it. I don't have any reasons why I like it. Everything that I should dislike about it, I ended up liking. The vocal performance is fine. Clint Black's fine. Fine. He was uh, he was married to an actress from Bewitched, uh, so Ooh. that's fun. That is fun. Yeah, yeah. I don't, you know. So that's just, just a little. Good for him. I like I like Clint Black. Clint Black is like a guy who uh, had a long career in country music, being fine. <laughs> hey, whatever. It was, like, it was like very fine for a long time. This song is like very indicative of how absolutely fine he is at singing country music but like i don't know why like the queen of diamonds is bad and the queen of hearts is good i don't is is i don't know what that means i haven't played card games where that would matter except hearts is he just talking about hearts this whole song is just about playing hearts actually i I think it might be i don't know what this song is about aside from like a guy who needs to like settle down you know and like uh don't don't be out you know jumping fences and shit because he's old now i don't know i like this song but i don't think it's good okay that's fair honestly uh derek i guess i'm kind of on the opposite end because i do really enjoy the eagles uh even though that their 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 name is just eagles and i think that's absurd it is it is not the eagles yeah it's uh, oh i hate it yeah hate it more than a yeah it's so stupid uh but i do like a lot of their music and it bothers me that it's not just the eagles version on here there's no reason for it not to be. If you listen to the Eagles version, there's nothing less country about it. Like, yeah. Oh, that's funny. I haven't actually heard it. You can obviously make the case that the Eagles themselves are not a country act in spite of them having a lot of country elements, but hmm. the Eagles version is almost functionally indistinguishable except for Don Henley sings better. Uh, yeah. I don't know. The I had to listen to this man, and the, you know, the, we can only get the live version because of some UPMG horseshit, unless you use your VPN to listen to it from Russia, which I did. Uh, <laughs> it's also bad on the studio cut. Uh, I'm not surprised by this. The live version, he does this like yeah, shit at the end <laughs> with his fucking mouth part. Uh. <laughs> but then he, but then he totally whiffs on the word late. The last like word of the song, he comes in like very low. It's shitty. Yeah, it's weird. It's not a good time. I, I'm not happy that I was subjected to it. And the uh, only good thing I can say is that things do, in fact, get better from here. Yeah. 
I, this sounds exactly like Clint Black's version. I'm sorry, I'm listening to it right now. Exactly it's, the it's, same. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's almost functionally indistinguishable. I just think Don Henley sings better, and there's no reason for the Eagles version not to have been on here. If you're going right, to put a cover, yeah. do one of the interesting ones, like Linda yeah. Ronstadt or, or Johnny Miranda Cash. Or Miranda Lambert. She's right. country. Who? Yeah. Miranda Lambert? Yeah. There's a lot of other country options. Yeah. yeah I mean... I mean, Clint Black's country. Clint Black's like a country guy. Yeah. It's just like, right, this his ver. I'm sure people like it. It's from like a tribute, like concert from the Eagles, like you said. Like, people like that shit. People like the sentimentality of it. Obviously, Sirius XM is a bunch of brain dead dog turds. So, like, mm-hmm. you know, they think it's better than other versions. And, I, you know, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I don't. I don't really care for this song because it's just a bunch of corny tropes strung together with a melody. Um, but I will say I prefer the Eagles version. This one is like so produced, and like it makes it feel inauthentic to me. Uh, whereas like the Eagles sound like they're talking to like a friend. Like that makes sense to me. Whereas this is like, so there's just so much happening musically, and I I don't care for it. Um, just was absolutely blindsided by the lyric, don't your feet get cold in the wintertime? Mm-hmm. What does that mean? Well, it means it's cold out, Lauren. Come on. What do you What do you mean? What, do you what does that have to do with anything? I mean, like, it's cold. I've always had the, the vision of this guy as being like a, a gambling type, and he right. never succeeds. He's always broke, so he's got holes in his shoes and shit. Ah. I like that interpretation. <laughs> but when I was listening to it, I was like, does anybody's feet not get cold in the wintertime? I was just like, what is happening here? Your feet, your feet are real cold when you get kicked out of a casino without your shoes. That's true. I mean, we've all been there, right? Um, yeah. Yeah. They're right now. <laughs> Recording this from the sidewalk. <laughs> yeah, where you got kicked out of a casino outside the Golden Nugget without your shoes. Exactly. The Golden Nugget. <laughs> Objectively, the funniest name. Oh yeah, casino, the Golden Nugget. <laughs> Jesus Christ! S- stupid. Um, let's move on from some of the worst songs of this set. Uh, let's boots and spurs this. I forget which one of you went first, Sean. Uh, yeah, I went first. Uh, I don't. It this it doesn't it doesn't deserve this, but I seven and seven. Which is not. Yeah, I don't. I liked it. There's no. There's no defense of it. I liked it. All right, Derek. Uh, it's two and four for me. It's country enough, but I had to listen to him at the end and had uh, removed a boot or two. <laughs> you really didn't like the ooh woo. No, huh? it was brutal. Okay. Um, I'm going to go three and four. The ooh woo didn't bother me quite as much. Mm, it, didn't, it, didn't, it really didn't bother me at it all. It didn't bother me at all. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, very funny. <laughs> Yeah, no, I thought I thought it was fine. Mm. <laughs> um, all right, let's move on uh, to uh, number one twenty-four, Highwayman. Um, this was written by Jimmy Webb, originally released in nineteen seventy-seven. Um, in nineteen eighty-five, the song was the inspiration for naming the supergroup the Highwaymen, uh, which features Willie Nelson, Chris Christopherson, Waylon Jennings, and Johnny Gash. That's a fucking group of dudes. Um, they sang the verses of the song in that order. Willie, Chris, Waylon, Johnny. Um, and Webb, the guy who wrote the song, uh, 
is quoted as saying, I don't know how they decided who would take which verse, but having Johnny sing last was like having God sing her song. The best quote. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Adore it. Um, their version of the song stayed at number one for 20 weeks. Oh. Um, and it won Webb the Grammy for the best country song uh, in 1986. Webb said he got the inspiration for the song uh, from a dream he had after a late night round of, quote, professional drinking. Hell yeah. End quote. That's Jimmy Webb, baby. Um, <laughs> this song, I like the concept of this song a lot. Um, the orchestration makes me feel like I'm on an acid trip. I've never done acid but, like, there's something very psychedelic about it that is, like, a little off-putting to me. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about this song. I've listened to it a bunch of times, and I still am, like, very confused about how I feel about it. But I do like the and around and around and around. That part is just perfect. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. This song is so peculiar to me. I don't know. Derek, how do you feel about this song? Between these four men, who do you think did the most cocaine? Ooh. Johnny in his time. <laughs> over like over like the course of uh like the whole time, I'm not sure, but like when Johnny was doing cocaine, he was definitely doing the most cocaine. Interesting. Then he like then when he sobered up, he uh probably passed the torch. I'm not sure. I could see Willie being the type to like just smoke weed. Yeah, Waylon yeah. definitely has a history with cocaine, but uh, yeah, for sure. That sounds right. Chris Christopherson, I feel like could be the sleeper on this one. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Have you ever seen that man's face? He looks like he does coke in the bathroom between takes. I'd, I don't actually know what he looks like. Um, you've, you've never seen Blade? I've never seen what? Blade. That wasn't the movie I thought you were going to reference, because I know he's in one of the A Star Is Borns, right? He is, a, yeah. I mean, he did one of the the third A Star Is Born, technically. Was that also him that did that, like, insane ghost cop movie? Ghost buddy wow, cop movie? he's got a face. Hmm. I can't I don't remember know about that one. There was a, there was a buddy know. ghost cop movie. He's done eight million movies, yeah. so like, so it's definitely possible. Blade he is his looks... most favorite in this. Is most famous in this house. He's like his his like buddy, Wesley Snipes' his buddy yeah, in Blade. Yeah. He looks a little bit like Jeff Bridges. He does. He's got that like yeah. He's a good looking guy. He's a handsome man for sure. Yeah. Anyway, I I like this song a lot. <laughs> so, yeah. Sorry for the sidebar. Uh, <laughs> no, thank you for the sidebar. Honestly, the uh, the instrumentation on this one. I mean, it is a little out there but I, I love how subtle it is the picking pattern on the guitars is uh just beautiful and i want johnny to pilot a starship for me across the universe when i die that's uh that's my new religion you die johnny takes you to starship across the universe i like that i'm into that highway manism <laughs> <laughs> perfect great uh sean how do you feel this song's the best! I knew we were going to disagree on this. As soon as I heard the song, I was like, they're both going to love this song, and I'm just going to be like, huh? <laughs> what a weird, good song! Uh, um, um, it's very funny that, like, Christofferson, Christofferson, you know, like a prolific country song writer, 
you know, eventually recorded all of the songs, not all, but like a lot of the songs he wrote. And who oh boy, not good, <laughs> not, <laughs> not a great voice on that guy. Uh, but I'm I'm glad like that this song is in there pretty high just to like get uh, Christopherson vocal performance in there because he is like such a fucking country legend. Uh, there's not a lot of country songs about uh, uh, reincarnation, I imagine. There's, <laughs> there's not a, but but and even but like besides that, like there's so much of just like country music, like either in this song, like you're a highwayman, you get hung, you're a sailor, like you're born on the sea, you sail hard and then you die. You work on, you build a fucking dam, and then you fall, and then they build the dam around you. Horrible. Fucking find your body. You get fucking buried alive in a dam. Amazing. And then you just fly a starship away forever. It's great. What a fucking ride. What a ride this song is. It's also insane to me that Willie just like, I killed people, I robbed a bunch of things, and then... The bastards, they hanged me. The bastards. <laughs> yeah, man, that's yeah. what happens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're not supposed to do that. No, but they all they all go down swinging. That's the way, that's what they do. That's what cowboys do. And if you hang them, you're a bastard, even though they're a bigger bastard. <laughs> uh, yeah, this, uh, this, this, this is a big one for me growing up. The high, these are like, these are the four. This is like Mount Rushmore of country music in my mind. Like, this is, these guys are it. Like, there isn't, you know, if it's going to be guys in the, you know, way that Mount, Mount Rushmore is just men. If it's not, you can knock one of them off for uh, Dolly Parton. Ooh, which one? I don't know. Uh, Waylon or Willie. I don't know which one, though. Hmm. But, uh. In the music video of this song, I remember reading something that, like, they turn into Mount Rushmore or there's some Mount Rushmore is actually involved somehow in the music video of this song. So it's funny it's that you mentioned that. I have not seen this music video. <laughs> I'll bet it's wild. I bet it's <laughs> deeply bizarre, especially with the graphics in 1985. Yeah. I'm for, for sure going to watch Cash that music video. There. Yeah. No, now I'm, now I'm fucking stoked. Um, uh, I like the album cover. That's just like their faces in like a cloud mm-hmm. above, like the, t- the desert. It's really cheesy. It's all I don't know how this song works as well as it does. I really and I I mean I do. It's because it's Jimmy Webb. Like Jimmy Webb, you know, guy wrote Up Up and Away. He wrote uh, Wichita Lineman. Like Jimmy Webb is like the fucking coolest. Uh, really, really great songwriter. So makes sense to me. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna give this song like. Six boots, ten spurs. It's like a cohesive piece. I'm just deeply confused by it. Uh, Derek? Uh, nines. Fair enough. Sean? Tens. Big tens. Big tens. Full big tens, baby. Big, big tens. <laughs> Great. Beautiful. Um, taking a very, very sharp right turn from highwayism into uh, Christianity. <sighs> Um, <laughs> number 125 is That's What I Love About Sunday, uh, written by Adam Dorsey and Mark Narmore, performed by Craig Morgan, and released on November 1st, 2004, off the album My Kind of Livin'. Uh, this song spent four weeks as number one, uh, on Billboard's Hot Country Singles and Tracks. I don't know why that's the name of the 
thing, but um, <laughs> singles we and can't, tracks. Okay, this, this this podcast can't diverge into talking like into breaking down Billboard. <laughs> Billboard is a fucking mess. If there's any institution worse at ranking songs than SiriusXM, it might be Billboard, and that's all they do. So we can't. <laughs> We can't get into that. I think that. we can. I think we just do that instead of the last 800 songs. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a good idea, honestly. I mean, listen, there, there's a there's a lot of data to mine in uh, in the Billboard charts. I don't, you know, it's a bizarre <laughs> well, institution. Deeply weird. Um, Sean, you seem to have some feelings about this song. Like, really positive ones, I'm sure. I This is my favorite. This is number one. And if it's not, I'm walking <laughs> off the podcast. Uh, Folsom Prison Who? That's what I love about Sunday. That's number one now. This, this song sucks. This song <laughs> is... This song manages to be like the same kind of like nothing pop country as uh, fucking Backroad. But... And managed to be like way worse. Just way more cheesy and cliche. Uh, go home into your blue jeans. Have some chicken and baked beans. Shut the fuck up. You're not saying anything. There's no, like, actual sentiment coming out of your mouth. Who gets home what... and then puts on their blue jeans then? Right, nobody gets <laughs> home to put on blue jeans. You're a guy, because you're in a fucking suit to go to church. And then compared to that, blue jeans are comfy, sure. But come home and put on some me undies lounge pants. We're not sponsored yet. Stop. <laughs> we will be. I'm bummed up, but that's what I'm done. I'm giving them just an idea. Me undies get the other day. They had like 20% off all loungewear. I got some shorts. They're so comfy. Me undies loungewear is incredible. <laughs> I don't. This song's stupid. I don't know what to say about this song. It's dumb. It's nothing. It's boring. It's boring i miss songs that were interestingly bad i miss like the the the, the songs that serious xm was like this is good and we were like what is this now it's just like i know what this is i don't like it next i know what this is i don't like it <laughs> i don't I, this song is not what i love about sunday the day we're recording this oh it is a sunday today huh Yes, the rest of this podcast is what I love about Sunday. Seeing you guys, I love about Sunday. Aww. The song, that's what I love about Sunday. That's not what I love about Sunday. Okay. Derek? Take a coffee cup. Shut the <laughs> fuck up. <laughs> Derek, what do you love about Sunday? Oh, anything but this. Um. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I actually don't hate this more than Take a Back Road, but I do hate listening to it more than I hate listening to Take a Back Road. <laughs> I... Your takes are always fascinating, Derek. <laughs> yeah, they are. This... Derek really gets into the nitty gritty of like why a song is bad in what way. Yeah, I don't. His delivery is just nothing. He doesn't sound like he loves Sunday. He doesn't sound like he's loved anything in his life. He sounds like he's been I guess you would know. Lauren? <laughs> Sorry, that hit a really weird chord for me. Because this song always reminded me of my ex-boyfriend for a reason I cannot distinguish. Whoop, whoop, and then you, saying, you found it. <laughs> then you saying, 
Sounds like he's never left anything in his life. Just hit a really weird part for me. <laughs> sorry. I'm like blushing right now. Like, this is a weird. I don't know what's happening. Mm. Sorry, sorry. Please continue. Bring it up. Boy, happening. just a weird energy from Boy. everybody in the pod today. Uh, that went so to weird, weird. places. Um, oh, my God. Yeah, I don't know. The only thing this has going for it is that the chorus isn't identical, I guess. Hmm. That's it. I don't. It, yeah. Sweet Miss Betty sounds like a nice lady. She does sound like a nice lady. Singing off key, good for her. Yeah, right behind you too. Yep, right behind you, blasting those wrong notes in your ear. Fuck yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't. If this song was sung by somebody else and had completely different lyrics, I would probably like it. <laughs> <laughs> like. <laughs> like the production i like the melody i like this song but when you throw in the lyrics it just becomes deeply weird first off no one likes church like no one enjoys that like people do there's There's, we're we're this like our east coast liberal elitism really does like discount a lot of People in the fucking midwest who are just like and now we go to church and it's great yeah i I don't know my experience growing up, I did enjoy going to church as a kid because you got what? to go and, you, I mean, it's a it's a community thing. You go and you sing with a bunch of people and then you doze off while this guy tells you that you're going to hell and then you go yeah. home. What denomination? Uh, I was in a Baptist church growing up. That explains it. Um, yeah, no, it's super not Catholic. There was like, yeah, there's a lyric that's like a smile on everyone's face. And I was like, I'm pretty sure it's sacrilegious to smile in a Catholic (laughs) church. Like, I don't think you're allowed to do that. Um, So that was just like the whole time I'm Catholic. I'm Roman Catholic or I was raised Roman Catholic, I should say. Um, And so like this whole time I was like, church is not fun. No one is smiling. Like no one talks to each other. You go in, pray that you don't go to hell and then you get the fuck out. Like that's the whole church experience. Um, what I will say is this song has some of the most buck wild lyrics I've ever fucking heard. Cut that coupon out! <laughs> right, I forgot about the coo- the whole, just the segment about coupon clipping up. coupons. What? Buddy, what? huh? Like, I know this is a song about, like, a mundane, like, average Sunday. That's too mundane. That's too mundane, baby. Amp it up just a little. Go back to talking about football or something. Cut that coupon out. Also, they're taking a nap and the smell of jasmine wakes them up. What the fuck does that mean? How? Where is this jasmine smell coming yeah, where's from? Where's that jasmine wafting in from? It's like jasmine isn't a smell that just like happens to you. Like you have to specifically seek out the smell of jasmine. Like what? Why? Also, a hallelujah good time. No, 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 no. No. He does it is it is like he tries to get like very specific, which is good. Like specificity can add a lot of like color to these songs. It can really like help you to to paint a picture, as we've seen with like the songs that are good. Yeah, like Bobby Gentry. Painting a picture. Exactly. Yeah. Like that's that's some amazing stuff. This ain't it. <laughs> just paint such it. a bizarre picture. Yeah. I just like, why didn't he say like a food item for the smell of right. something. Like, they could have been cooking just something. Just say chicken. We don't care. That would make sense. But the smell of... Ja- I'm just so confused by this lyric. The Ugh. beans wake you up, man. He woke up. Wake up to the beans. 
That's fine. We're in. It's Make stupid, fart but it jokes. I don't makes, give a shit. It makes sense, at least. Yeah. Jesus I, fucking Christ. Um, you know, maybe, maybe his kid's like watching Aladdin real loud. Maybe that's what he means. And he could smell it through the television? Oh, I forgot it was the smell. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Can't smell that, Jasmine. I'd like to. I'd like to. I'll smell gross, that, Jasmine. Gross. Gross. I'm just, um, Jasmine's hot. She is gross, hot, but bad. gross what you just said. Um, oh, All right. Teach their own. <laughs> I'm uncomfortable. Um, I, yeah, no. This song pisses me off because, like, I musically really enjoy this song. This is, like, exactly the kind of pop country I like, but the lyrics are just so fucking stupid. God fucking hallelujah, good time. Get fucked. Um, I don't know. Whoever went first, Boots and Spurs, I don't remember. I think I went yeah, you first. Yeah, yeah. Uh twos, I guess. Uh he's like <laughs> his his like just lack of any kind of emotion and, and conviction and He was really excited about that coupon. Yeah, that was the only he thing. Was that he, coupon. The, the coupon was the only thing that got this guy excited, which means he's a cheap bastard and he can go to hell. <laughs> which is I guess probably his worst nightmare based on this song. Based on this particular song, yeah. Craig twos, fuck that. Derek? Yeah, Craig, go to hell. <laughs> yeah, Craig can have twos on his way to hell. I hope hell is that every uh, he every he wakes hell is just every day he wakes up and he goes to clip coupons before he goes to the store to buy his sundries, and then when he gets there, all the coupons are expired. Oh no! Every day this Fuck. happens. What was the coupon for? Ground it was round. Ground round, that's right. Ground round. I was like, it was something that made no fucking sense. Um, yeah, that's, a, that's a big old meat coupon. <laughs> big old meat coupon. <laughs> that's a big old... Boy, where's the country song called Big Old Meat Coupon? It's, uh, it's in the 800s, actually. Okay, um, good. It's coming. Is it, too late? Is it too late to change our podcast name to Big Old Meat Coupon? <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like the worst, like pop punk band from your high school <laughs> welcome to big old meat koopa jesus your christ your one-stop shop for discount meats oh boy let's just change the whole podcast now yeah now we just talk about the best meat deals in our area uh we've got the meats um i'm gonna give this three boots and like nine spurs this song is very annoyingly country that's why i don't like it um yeah i guess it did the spurs are there yeah uh yeah no just my literal notes are oh no is this a jesus song oh no this is a jesus song um so let's move on from that into something also very country um we have number 126 amarillo by morning uh, written by Terry Stafford and Paul Frazier, originally performed by Terry Stafford in uh, 1973, and then covered by George Strait in uh, 1983 from the album Straight from the Heart. Pun on his Straight fucking from the name. Heart. Yeah. Fuck yeah, George. It's spelled yeah. like his name, yeah. Lean in. He's certainly doing that. Um, this peaked at number four on Billboard's Hot Country of the U.S., but it made it... All the way to number one on con- on the country charts in Canada. 
They're fascinated by by the 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 Texas? intricate details of American geography. I guess they were like, "Wow, I learned some cities in Texas using this oh. song. Let's make it chart number one. Oh, to Amarillo from San Antonio. Okay, now I understand. So great, good, good, good. Yeah, north. Okay, up. <laughs> oh, perfect. Great. Um, Derek, how do you feel about this song? I'm kind of surprised that this is our first, like, my wife left me because I like the rodeo song. Because um, that's such a, <laughs> it's such a common thread through country music uh, that this... Is this really the first one? I th- it's got to be, right? I think you're right, but wow. Yeah, probably. I feel like we would have talked about it. Um, you know, there's there's some really nice steel guitar playing in this and, the, you know, the... The sentiment sucks. Like he's he's yeah. too wrapped up in his dreams of making making it big in the rodeo that uh, he can't maintain relationships to save his life. Why I, the the one lyric that catches me is I hope the judge ain't blind. Like, why would the judge be blind? What I don't understand what you're saying. George because the because he's 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 worried that the judge is going to be justice because justice is blind no yeah if that was the case no. i would actually be very impressed uh i i, I don't I mean, think you you can decide it's not the case but what better read is there for that line i don't know i don't know that there's a better read i think there's a uh-huh. more accurate read which is that it rhymed. Nope. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I like this song enough. It's fine. Amarillo, my morning. You know. It's catchy as hell. Yeah. It's catchy as hell. Yeah. Um, Sean? Yeah, I like this song well enough. Um, George Strait's one of the, like, nice-voiced country guys. He's... Yeah. Just like a famously nice-voiced country guy. Like, that's yeah. who George Strait is, and he does it really well. Um, yeah, you know, it, it's he, he's, he's got a real, like, even keel about him. That Like, everything that I got is just what I got on. Like, he delivers really nicely. And it's a good line. Like, there's... Yeah. This song's actually, like, some pretty clever writing. It is obviously, like, boy, just, I mean, uh, so many country songs about men shirking relationships and... Uh, then wondering what happened. <laughs> yeah. Like, really, he just seems like not to know why, though. He knows. See, that's what I like more about this song than a lot of the others. Is that like he's like, no, I get it. Like I don't really, I don't really give a shit. Like I, you know, like he's like, I have basically nothing. Everything's gone, and I mean, you know, there, there's it, it it's, it's hard to like the the line. Like I don't, but but Lord, uh, I'm free or whatever. You mm-hmm. know, it's hard to not like invoke like. Fucking like idiot American alt right like you know, freed freedom or not anti mask anti all that but like that's you know like that's just where my brain goes and that's no fault of the song mm. you know to him like he's it's just a song about like a rambling man wanting to ramble and uh, a sentiment that doesn't age well <laughs> it's, yeah he's like man I don't I lost my woman and I really don't care a girlfriend too somewhere along the way he like doesn't I even, don't even know, know where 
He knows exactly where they took his saddle and his boots and shit and where he broke his leg, but he doesn't know where he lost his wife and his girlfriend. It doesn't even get into the timeline of like, was that, was wife was it and girlfriend? Right, were they just like both at the same time? I don't know. I like that he, uh, that, that the song is just sort of like the broad strokes of a guy who just wants to like ride in the rodeo and, and you know, loses everything because of it but has like a pretty positive <laughs> outlook about it and a george Strait, like you know uh, uh vocal is never a bad thing yeah i'll agree i just was thinking about like what it would be if he lost his wife and his girlfriend to each other and that would be a Hell yeah. great fucking song i mean yeah um yeah i don't think country music knows like what what to i don't they don't know what to do with that idea no. What you just said is like two. They're like, I, what, how, what does that mean? <laughs> what is that's like that math? Them. That's like two plus two is five. They don't know how to <laughs> how to do that math. Um, but yeah, no, I'll agree. This song, I, this song is some pleasant listening. Um, at first I was like, wow, yeah, this is a nice lo- song to listen to. And then broke my leg in Santa Fe. And I was like, what the fuck is happening here? <laughs> um, that was when I started like actually paying attention and not just being mm-hmm. like, wow, this is nice. Nice for my ears. Um, I'll say when the key change happens and the like little beat kicks in, I'm always like, yeah. ooh, this is a little spicy. I like this. Um, yeah, no, I mean... I ain't got a dime, but what I've got is mine. I ain't rich, but Lord, I'm free. Like, that mm-hmm. slaps in a certain kind of way. It is, like, a little ungreat if you think too much about it. But in the context of the song, like, it's a good fucking lyric. Um, yeah, no, I, I like this song. I would actually, like, listen to this song. Like, and not just incidentally. Which I feel like is a high compliment for songs in this set. Um... <laughs> Uh, Derek, let's boots and spurs this baby. It's gonna be, uh, it's gonna be eight and ten. And, like, they're they're used. They've been used for doing rodeo things. (laughs) For rodeo things? No. Because that's what you, it's it's boots and spurs. The boots and spurs. You do that at the rodeo. That's, that's the connection. That's the through line. Yeah. Yeah. He's, uh, yeah, George Strait does get the, the, the honor of being one of the few songs we haven't identified but not a lot of them that actually like boots and spurs for the guy in the song yeah mm-hmm. that guy has boots with spurs yeah he needs them boots with the spurs with the spurs, with the, spurs. <laughs> the whole club was looking at george george <sighs> <laughs> i can't believe that's the first time we've done that it's not we've it's done not? it oh uh, i just blocked nope. it out then <laughs> No, we've done it before. Uh, not since episode, like, three, maybe, so. Was it me also who did it in episode three? Uh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that sounds and, like me. And I said, with the spurs. He said, with the spurs. We did exactly, exactly wow. this. Yep. I uh, I truly used to give podcasts, cat, bleh, podcasts so much shit for being like, uh-huh. oh, did we say that? I don't remember. And now I don't remember anything that we say. Lauren, you said, uh, you said in episode... Five that uh, that you did not believe that landslide would be on the list because it's uh, because it's it's the uh, Stevie Nicks. So just for going back and like wild things we've said, I don't remember the context of that at all. Yeah, unsurprisingly, no. we were talk- I, 
the context was we were talking about Cowboy Take Me Away, oh. and then we started. We talked about Landslide. Was and Landslide you were like, on the list? Landslide is on the list. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. It's weird that it's after Cowboy Take Me Away. That's what we were talking about. Oh. And you were like, I don't think it's going to be on here at all, because it's not really a country song. I don't know. I kind of stand by that sentiment, actually. I mean, their version is very much a country song. Yeah. But, yeah. That's bad. It wasn't originally one. Fair enough. Uh, um, Derek, I was also thinking 8 and 10. Uh, we're going to be last so lads on that one. That's exactly where my head was at. Yeah. This is a good song and a very country song. Yeah. It would uh, it'd probably be like a 6 with, with a lot of other uh, singers. Mm-hmm. I agree. Uh, really, George that, Strait's that vocal voice performance. is very nice to listen to. It, it, it's so... Yeah, you said it's just like a nice song to listen, and it really is. Mm-hmm. It's just like so pleasant. Yeah. I'm going to join this Lasso, Land, Lasso Lad bandwagon, uh, 8 and 10. Lasso Lads! Woo! Lasso Lads! And now, going from a beautiful Lasso Lad moment Aww. into um, a song. Aww. Um, number 127 is uh, Devil Woman. Uh, written what's, per- that, what's, that, what's that, Lauren? What's the name of that song? Devil Woman. Okay, cool. Just making sure I heard you right. Very good. What did you think I said? Devil Woman. I thought you said Devil Woman. And uh, that can't be number 127 on the Sirius XM list of countries. Like Devil Woman, right? That yeah. can't be right. No, no. I Yeah, no, it's just a big mistake. Okay, um, good. Uh, this song was written and performed by Maddie Robbins, released in fucking June of 1962. The song spent eight weeks at number one on Billboard's Hot Country Songs. It also reached number five on OCC's UK singles, and it also reached number 16 on the Billboard Hot 100. This song has also reached other countries that don't speak English. The song has been translated and performed into, into Spanish, or translated into and performed in Spanish. Uh, it made charts in Mexico, Peru, and Venezuela. On top of that, it's also been translated into Singaporean and Serbian. (laughs) Oh, Marty. Oh, Marty. I, um, I'm just going to get my thoughts out of the way. Please do. Because Mary, run! Mary! What are you doing? Don't go back to this man. Mary! Baby, honey, get away from this man. Just a very fun trope of men cheating on their wives and then blaming the other woman for it. Also calling her a devil for it. Buddy, it's you. You're the, I know this might be hard for you to hear, but you might be the problem. You're the problem. It's not the woman you're cheating with. This song is so pleasant sounding and it has just the worst content. It sounds like this nice little like happy ditty, but no, it's like you're a fucking bitch because I slept with you instead of my wife. Why? Mary, get out of there. Mary. <sighs> Sean. <laughs> I, I, the, the... The biggest negative about this song, I believe, is not even this song in a vacuum. 
the biggest negative about this song is that it really recontextualizes El Paso. Mm. Yeah. We, El Paso is a song that we, like, really found delightful. Yep. And a song that we sort of, like, just sort of were willing to push aside some of the more troubling elements of. Like, how wicked he calls this woman. The fact that he says that she put a spell on him. Basically, all the things that are being echoed in this song in Devil Woman. But worse. But way worse in Devil Woman. It's, like, very easy to imagine the protagonist of El Paso, instead of dying at the end, like, going back to his will, like, being the same protagonist. I don't even... Antagonist. This man is an antagonist. Yeah. In in Devil Will. Like, it's it's very easy to imagine this this being the same guy. Uh, what a gross song. What a gross song. Yeah. That makes me sad. It's sad that it's so jaunty. It's so jaunty. It's sad that he sounds so good. Yeah. But boy, I mean, yeah, Mary has broken your spell. Devil woman, let go of me. Just leave me alone. I want to go home. Like... Then just go home, go home. Right? trap trap no more by your charms. Like, bro, you just feel like you fucked a lady, man. Like you fucked a lady who's not your lady. That lady didn't do anything to you except fuck you consensually. Like that's that's uh I hate that this song has like widespread influence. I hate that people know and listen to this. I don't think anybody does anymore. But, I hope uh, not. My mom did confirm that this is a big hit, like on Outlaw Country, uh, on the station. They uh, they play this song a lot. Horrible. The DJs they like Marty Robbins. They like this song. This is a big one. Uh, my mom knew this song. She was like, "Yeah, that song hasn't aged well, has it?" <laughs> I was like, "No, no, of course it hasn't. It certainly She's has like, not." Yeah. She's like, "Yeah, a lot of a lot of that stuff back then." No. Well, mom, good job. Uh, but this song is still getting like a lot of radio play on Sirius XM's Outlaw Country Station. They uh, <sighs> they like what they like, and they ain't stopping. <laughs> god damn I hate it! This song, in case that wasn't clear, fuck this song. Oh my god, Derek. Mm, I don't know. You guys covered it. Uh, <laughs> like it, it does suck that it's such a good song except yes. it's horrible yeah the the backup vocals are so nice they complement mm-hmm. his singing so well the breezy island feel of it is so calming and like yeah just sing about breezy island times marty yeah dude. just just go hang out with what's his face on the fucking margarita fill uh, Jimmy Buffett, yeah, Mr. Mr. James Buffet, and like, <laughs> stop singing about how women are evil. What? He's yeah. he's got. I want to know what Marty's like relationship with his mother was like. Not good, probably. Yeah, I, I yeah. Oh, it's boy. also still confusing to me that we've gotten another Marty Robbins song that's not Big Iron. Yeah, that's like his. 
maybe not his biggest song, but certainly the one that gets the most radio play today. I think so. Yeah, and it's not. It, it it's it's just a story song, and for the most part, there's nothing about how women are, you know, pure evil and out to get you, except right, for that's why it's not Mary. There. Mary, yeah. get away from this man. I just looked up his um, Wikipedia. I was just curious to see if there was any insight as to how he got here from his life. Um, his uh, father was like a heavy, heavy drinker, and mm-hmm. that's why his parents got divorced. Uh-huh. Um, in 37, so Marty was 12 when his parents got divorced. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure that had an impact on things. But he married his wife, and they were married until he died. Wow. So either, oh my god, her name was Marizona? Marizona? Huh? It's Arizona with an M. Marizona? Yeah. um, Mary for short, I bet. It is Mary for short. With an I, though. Um, I don't like that. Is she, is she yeah. Hispanic? Uh, I bet she is, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think Marty's got a... Marisona. Yeah. yeah, her last name is Baldwin, though, which is not mm. Spanish. Well, now, whoa, whoa, wait, hold on. Now it feels like we're, are we just doing, like, Alec Baldwin's wife who was, like, pretending to be Hispanic? What? Is that, like, where we've... What? You don't know about this? No. Yeah, something about Alec Baldwin's wife was, like, pretending to be, like, Hispanic, and she's actually just a white lady. Jesus fucking Christ. Don't, what is wrong with you? Like, don't do that. Um, but yeah, no, yikes. I hope he didn't do this to, I hope he didn't write this as, like, a, I love yeah. you so much, my wife. Sorry oh, I oh. cheated on you. Hey, Lauren. I'm sure he did. I'm positive he did, and I hate 100. it. 100. I'm certain he spent his whole life blaming his mom for not forgiving his father. I'm certain that he spent uh, that he cheated on his wife and wrote this song and blamed the woman. I am going to hazard a guess that he fetishized Hispanic women in an unpleasant way. Uh, yeah. This, uh, what a bummer. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Um... Yeah, no. Fucking hell, dude. Mary, just divorce him. It's not worth it. Um, I don't know. The song is so country and it's so nice to listen to, but I hate the content so much. Um, I'm going to give it four boots and ten spurs. (sighs) Jesus fucking Christ. Um, Boy, I cannot remember the order. Two cursed boots and ten spurs. Yes. The boots are cursed. Uh, his dick falls off. They're cursed to make his dick fall off. Good. It's what he deserves. Dick falling off curse boots. That's what he gets. Two of them. One for each foot. Two for one. Just killed Derek. Yeah, fine. Whatever. Two. Uh, two. Two somethings. Yeah, just two something. Derek, uh, Derek, really, Derek, not a, 
not feeling engaging two, with this song two anymore. Two seagulls. Really. I don't know. <laughs> Fair enough. There are seagulls in this song, right? I didn't. I didn't hallucinate. <laughs> yeah, that. Aren't, aren't aren't there birds that are like happy that he's back yeah. at some point? Yeah, he is on a beach and he sees what belongs to him, which I assume is yes. Mary. Oh it's, yeah, it's, it's mm. Mary. He's mm. yeah. He he sees. Yeah, he refers to her. As his as his property as what belongs to him in their like beachside shack. Like, where does this fucking guy live? Who fucking knows? Hopefully, underground these days. Um, I'm sure he's long dead. But you know, know, he's definitely dead. Um, yeah. Ugh. Moving yeah, on. Yeah, they they sh- they shot him when he uh when he went he tried back to, to El he tried Paso to go back. Yeah. To get another Hispanic lady, I guess. What was her name? Maria, right? Maria? Yeah, that sounds right. Her name was Maria. Yeah, I I don't like any of the I don't like any of this. I don't like it. I don't like that our podcast is a vehicle to explore Marty Robbins's fetishes. Ew, I hate it. I don't like it. He he wrote songs about his wife in which like she's a a a, a wicked bartender who like puts a spell on him and makes him die. Or she's like a sad <laughs> woman who gets cheated on and forgives him. I don't like it. I don't like any of it. This is a bad man. She deserves better. Maria, Marizona, Marie, Mary, whatever deserves the world. The world away from Marty Robbins. Get away from him. Horrible. Marty Zona. I, Robin, I that was nothing. Yeah, it's tough to yeah, find no. any information about her. It looks like maybe there was a a, a Crazy Anatomy character named after her because there's a Doctor Arizona <laughs> Robbins. <laughs> oh wow! Uh, I don't know if she's actually <laughs> named after her, but that uh, that's see- a weird coincidence. Yeah, it would seem though. like a weird coincidence. Who working on Crazy Anatomy is a big Marty Robbins fan. <laughs> yeah, uh, at, at us on on the Twitter, Grey's Anatomy yeah. writer. <laughs> wow, Shonda, I'll, we'll we'll read, we'll have Shonda on the pod and we'll ask her all Shonda! about Shonda. Yeah, she's gonna take Shonda time out pod. of her fucking day to talk to us. <laughs> I, if she knows what's good for her, she Jesus will. We'll get her. Christ. We'll get her stuff out to a good audience. Maybe she's a big country fan. We don't know. <laughs> she's she's no <laughs> no no. I no. would love that though. No. Um, great. Moving on to a song we're definitely going to fight about. Um, <laughs> number 128 uh, is Don't Think I Don't Think About It. Uh, written by Darius Rucker and Clay Mills, performed by Darius Rucker. Uh, this was released on May 27th, 2008, off the album Learn to Live. Um, so this song made Darius Rucker the first new individual black artist to chart a number one country hit, since Charlie Pride's Night Games, which reached the top of the charts in 1983. So there was a 25-year gap between number one individual black artists. Yeah. yeah. Tracks. Yeah, yeah, because I can name two black country artists. They're, Car- <laughs> they're Charlie Pride and Darius Rucker. Yeah, there you go. Um... <laughs> But that's kind of cool. Um, so yeah. this reached number one on Billboard's Hot Country Songs. It also reached number 35 on Billboard Hot 100 and number 47 on Canadian Hot 100. Mm. Um, before we start talking about the song, I just I think it's really important to bring in Entertainment Weekly's review of this song. Mm. Um, they said this song is pretty great. 
That's it. <laughs> uh, Derek, why don't you start? Uh, this is a Darius Rucker song. It certainly like, is. That's that's kind of it. Like it's it's the decent <laughs> pop country that Darius Rucker makes. It's the music and mix is solid. The outro needs to be cut in half. Yes, it takes an eternity. Uh, I feel like reflecting sort of positive, neutrally, neutrally, neutrally on a failed relationship is a different take than you often yeah. get. Usually it's, you know, my, my life is falling apart and I'm drunk and I lost my shoe. Uh, <laughs> but in the golden nugget. Yeah. Yeah. The golden nugget. <laughs> So yeah, it's it's an interesting subject, uh, but it's just decent Darius Rucker pop country. Yeah. Uh, Sean, I'm I'm just not a fan of decent Darius Rucker pop country. It's just not all right. Is kind of bad. Sean, I, when this we started this, kind of bad. I thought that you and I were gonna like line up on pop country and fight Lauren about it, but now. All the pop country that I like, Lauren likes, and you don't. And all the pop country that you like, Lauren likes, and I hate. Well, Lauren likes all pop country, so Lauren was never gonna... absolutely not true. I don't like all pop country. You like like all pop country. No, what was that stupid fucking song from last week that made me want to cry because you said it was good? Boy, I don't know. The one we both liked... The fucking, uh, the goddamn tree. Georgia yeah, tree. Georgia pine. Meet in the middle. Oh, that song's good. Yeah, Diamond Rio. Meet in the middle, Diamond Rio. That song's good. Oh my that's god. A, that's two weeks ago. Oh, it was two I, weeks ago. I really thought that you and I were gonna just hate all the pop country songs and Lauren was gonna be like the leveling force on that and it's just, uh, mm-hmm. every time. Feels great. Every time. Yeah, we don't disagree. I mean, listen... You, we will never, our friendship will never recover from how much you dislike Cruise, okay? <laughs> I hate I'm it. Not gonna, I'm not going to do the bit. It's too, we're in daylight savings we uh, recovery mode. I can't make Lauren cry today. No. But uh, that song's, like, inarguably great. It's a great song. That song's like everything a pop country song should be. A lesson that all these songs could learn from. Yeah. And instead, you are... Thinking that song's bad to me is indefensible, and I'll never understand who you are or what pod you hatched out of. Uh, This song is lame. Guys, this song's lame. There's nothing in this song that's, like, worth celebrating. We make choices. We gotta live with them. Yeah, we know. We know we gotta live with choices we make. That's cliched bullshit. Grow up. Say words, not fucking trite remarks i don't i yeah i don't care where would we be today if i never drove that car away shut the fuck up grow up that's, that's not no. even a bad lyric yeah, that lyric is fine completely ineffective i don't like it you are, you're a no, bizarre man i don't like it you don't like interested. you're calling this song trope bullshit and you think me in the middle is a good fucking song my dude that's my dude was, that that song's funny that song's great <sighs> jesus fucking christ you start walking your way. No. 
As I walk no. by. I hope I edit this ex- so I can just cut middle. out this whole part. Need that whole Georgia pie. That song rules. I don't know. Yeah, I just don't like this song. I don't like Darius. I'm not a Darius Rucker guy, I think. He's just not a... He's not my jam. I think he's lame. <laughs> I think he's really lame. Did, did you like him back in his, his fish band days? I like Hootie. Fish band? Oh, I'm yeah, Hootie, Hootie guy. Hootie, right, Hootie and the Blowfish. Hootie's a... Hootie, yeah, I mean, Hootie and the Blowfish is very up my alley. That's like, that's... <laughs> yeah. Did you listen well, to Post Malone's cover of that song? Yeah, it's I so like good. it. I think it's good. It's yeah, Derek doesn't it's like fine. it. Derek's lame. Well, that's nothing new. I'm here to be the bummer. Um... Hey, whatever. Lord, Derek's how do you feel about this song? Um, I yeah. love Darius Rucker. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love him. Um, the cor- the verses on this song are a little lame. I'll give you that. Like, there's not spicy. But that fucking chorus hits. I'm sorry. That chorus fucking slaps. The line, like, between the work and the hurt and the whiskey. Every time I was, like, in my kitchen, like, making myself tea, being like, fucking yes. That... This song, mm-mm, this is real. This is real. I fucking love this song. It's a good song. It has heart. I don't know if y'all have ever been in these types of situations. Well, we know Derek hasn't. Have I broken up with someone and been sad? Yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, no. This song is great. I can't. As soon as I heard the song, I was like, ooh, Sean's gonna hate this song, and I'm gonna love it, and that's... I don't hate, I don't hate this song. I just, I don't like this song. I love this I song, man. I don't man. hate it, though. This song is, like, distinctly... I like, I meet this song in the middle, because that's where this song lives. Um, <sighs> this song fucking rules. I fucking love Darius Rucker. He's great, and his voice is incredible. Um, I like his voice. Great voice. I wish someone else wrote his songs. I mean, okay, fair. All right. Fair enough. All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, Derek, Boots and Spurs. Uh, you know, some, I don't know, eight, eight and six. Eight okay. And, eight and five. Eight and five. Eight and five. Yeah. You want to, are, are you, sh- sh- hold on, just, let's just make sure he's settling into that. Eight and five, we're good? Yeah, yeah, final answer. Okay, all right. Final answer. Final do, answer. Do, do. That's correct. Uh, that's the correct ranking. I'm going to join you on that. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, Sean, what's it like, uh, two and six four? And, six and five. Oh, wow, okay. Yeah, the song's fine. I don't, I don't give songs that I think are fine well, especially ones with good vocal performances. I like his voice. But, uh, cheesy garbage. But I, Okay, I, we have to move on because we will just continue to argue about other songs that aren't on this set. Um, <laughs> uh, you know what's not cheesy garbage is uh, 129 Rose Garden. Uh, written by Joe South, originally recorded by Billy Joe Royal in 1967. Lynn Anderson covered it as a single in October of 1970. Uh, her producer, uh, who was also her husband, originally refused to let her record it, uh, because, quote, it was not a girl song. The, the song had some lines in it that a girl what? would just not sing. What? What? He- 
he specifically was talking in the original, I forget exactly what the original lyric is, but there's something about like, buy you a diamond ring. And he's like, girls can't buy men diamond rings. Buddy, what? It's I mean, back then. Back then, they couldn't. But yeah, now, no. Nowadays, in 1970, it's yeah. stupid. But she kept bringing it in and being like, "I want to record this fucking song." And eventually, he was like, "Fine." Um, and good thing she did. Good for you, Lynn. Um, this song spent uh, five weeks at number 31 on Billboard's Hot Country Singles, but it charted fucking everywhere. This song charted in Australia. Austria, Belgium, three separate charts in Canada, Finland, Germany, Ireland, the Netherlands, New Zealand, Norway, South Africa, Switzerland, and the UK. Hell yeah. This song charted all over the goddamn world. As it should. The song fucking rules. Uh, Sean, you seem excited to talk about this song. This song fucking rules! Yeah. Yeah, this song, this, this, I... It's hard for me to imagine a woman not singing this song. Same, yeah. The sentiment, yeah, it coming coming from her. I imagine coming from a man, this it'd feel like really aggressive. Like it would really yeah. feel unpleasant. Uh, I beg your pardon. I never promised you a fucking rose. It would be about how like it would be one of those songs about how men are bad and women have to put up with it. Like yeah. I'm sure that's what that. That's what Joe South wrote. Joe South? What a name. I'm sure, like, that's what, like, Joe South had in mind when he wrote this song. Is like, hey, ladies, it's going to be tough because we men are a fucking handful. But you put up with it because that's what marriage is. And then coming from a woman, it's really, it's, like, such a great, yeah, like, empowering, like, hey, hey, fuck you. Nobody ever said this was all going to be perfect. You can't fucking blame me for it. Marriage is work. You got to work too. It's like, great. Yeah. It's also catchy as fuck. Yes. I love this song a lot. A lot. Great. Derek, how do you feel about this song? I almost wish I didn't like this song so I could have something to argue with Sean about. Uh, But no, (laughs) this song's great. Um, It's... Like musically very interesting. There's the, the the key changes between the the chorus and the verses is really neat. I love that they rhymed jolly with melancholy. Like that's not a thing mm-hmm. you hear. The string flourishes are great. I it's I don't know. It's it's good. That string is like those strings are really like playing yeah. a line, man. That is like they are doing something. It sounds like a fucking Batman cartoon. <laughs> like what those strings are doing sometimes. It's, they are putting in work. It, weird, weird, weird work. Yeah. That works really yeah, well. Exactly. No, this song's great. Yeah. I mean, this song fucking rules. It's catchy as shit. It's like sassy, but just very honest. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like. Yeah. A lot of love songs are just, like, corny garbage. But this is, like, yeah, no, I mean, we're going to have good times. But we're also going to have bad times because that's kind of just how it goes. Sean, you raise a really good point in that, like, if a man was singing this, I'd be like, oh, great. Like, oh, I'm a man fucking complaining about doing the bare minimum. Yep. Um, but, like, from her, it's just like, yeah, dude, like, it's not going to be perfect all the time. Like, what? It's, I, we're still going to have a good time, though. Like, this song fucking rules. It's great. You go, Lynn Anderson. Thanks for bullying your husband into producing this song. Oh, yeah. Good job. 
it does. It feels like every man who's ever said like, you know, Matt, like marriage takes compromise and like sometimes things are, are like going to be hard and it's like not always, you know, we've got to like we meet in the middle. It's, uh, <laughs> it's like it's just a man who was asked to do the dishes one time. Yep. There it is exclusively. And a woman who like was was told that she can't have any agency in her life at all anymore and the man's like now we gotta we gotta meet in the middle where you have no agency and i don't do the dishes yep that's <laughs> like that's what every man singing this song is singing about yes uh i can't believe they thought a woman couldn't sing this song it's just insane fucking idiots um yes this is like the shining beacon of light this week um well, I don't know that last song. Um, <laughs> Stop it! Sean, Get the fuck out of here. Boots and Spurs, please. Uh, I'm gonna give it a, a a pair of nines. I think it's really it's uh about as as good as you can get. This song's fucking cool as shit, and uh, it's a really interesting arrangement for uh for a, a, a 1970 country song. Yeah, for sure, Derek. It's, uh, it's, it's ten boots. Uh, I don't know, maybe, maybe seven spurs. There's something about mm. it that's not particularly country, but it's very good. I think that that arrangement is like it's not the most country arrangement. Right. Yeah. Fair enough. Um. Yeah, I'm gonna go with ten boots. Uh, I'm gonna go with eight spurs, and the the stitching on the boots are little roses. Aww, I think that's nice. <laughs> you know, it, it's it's weird that like that nobody's written a song about this, but it does feel like a pretty like similar sentiment to this song, like because every rose has its thorns. Mm. You yeah, know? So, someone like, should so write a song about roses someone having should thorns, right? Because a rose is pretty. But it can like, but it can hurt you. Yeah, you know? like it looks nice on the surface, but if you're, you know, if you're not, every nice thing has like a a a, a dark, you know, a bad thing mm-hmm. about it. I don't. Know, it feels like, uh, yeah, missed opportunity by every artist ever. Um, right, like every cowboy sings a sad, sad song. You know, like it really feels yeah. like, uh, yeah. Hmm. <laughs> every night has its dawn. I think somebody should uh, somebody should write like a song that. about these things. Um, just another topic that should absolutely be covered as we're rounding uh-huh. out this week. Uh, <laughs> number one thirty. Uh huh. <laughs> Little bitty. <laughs> um, it was written by Tom T. Hall after he was retired for about a decade. He came out of <laughs> retirement to write this song. <laughs> sure. Bring like the old spy out of retirement for one last job, yeah, and that it. job is the song "Little Bitty." <laughs> <laughs> oh, this was performed by Alan Jackson on the album "Everything I Love," released October fourteenth, nineteen ninety-six. Um, this was Alan Jackson's fourteenth number one hit on Billboard Hot Country Songs. Mm-hmm. Um, it also peaked at number two on RPM Canada Country Tracks and number fifty-eight on the Billboard Hot One Hundred. Um, my notes are basically just, huh? 
that, those are my thoughts on this song. Uh, Sean, go ahead. Lauren, it's all right to be a little bitty. <laughs> A little hometown or a big old city. <laughs> this? What the fuck? <laughs> I don't think I stopped giggling at any no. point listening to this song. Every time it came on, I just giggled like a maniac. No, you got a little dish and you got a little spoon. <laughs> a little bitty dog and a little bitty car. I mean, what? It's got a little what dress, is- right? A little bitty dress at one point. A little point. bitty dress. Yeah, at some point there's a little bitty dress. <laughs> I, oh, it's very funny. They, uh, a little baby, ba- a little bitty baby in a little bitty gown, a little bitty gown. Mm-hmm. gown. It'll grow up in a little bitty town, a big yellow bus. Whoa. A big yellow bus and little bitty books. It all started with a little bitty look. Little bitty looks. With a little bitty look. <laughs> this song's incredible. Job, a little bit of check. Six pack of beer, television set, you're set. I, 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 in all seriousness, I love a song that's just about enjoying the little things in life, the little bitty things in life. And, uh, and this song is it. This song is about just a little bitty, a little bitty world and a little bitty guy going through it, just making his little bitty way. To uh, little bitty I, downtown, walking to little, little bitty, bitty fast. <laughs> <laughs> little bitty faces fast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know. <laughs> I, I don't. I this this song is a fucking delight. Uh, what a what a blast! Just wonderful, Derek. Come on, Derek, fight me. Don't be a killjoy, Derek. Say that you weren't taken in by the sheer joy of this song. Well, see, I grew up with this song, so it it does... Oh, uh, I've never heard it. Gotcha. I mean, it... I grew up in New Jersey. Sure, that's fine. And I guess you didn't listen to, like, mainstream country stuff. Uh, that's, That's a lot of what was on the radio, and this is, you know, every goddamn... All 20... Eight billion Alan Jackson hits are probably permanently ingrained in my memory. Um, <laughs> objectively, I hate this song. Uh, just about everything about this song is objectively bad. <laughs> the mix is very flat. The like no. violin thing where they're part of the rhythm section and just doing these little sixteenth uh-huh. notes constantly very bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, so good. It's so good. It's so sentiment, good. Is nice, but like the constant wrong. repetition of little bitty is no, utterly juvenile. Incredible. Uh, yes, correct. Yeah. This is a children's song. It's yeah. a children's song, and I do like it a lot. I love it. Uh, hey, all right. hey. Objectively, everything about it is bad, though. Uh, the way he yeah. says television shirt, I hate. Uh, the, the, the way he did his delivery is can absurd. You, can you- can you do that again? No, I for can't. Me? Can uh, you? That's uh, it's nah! it's one per lifetime. Um, <laughs> per lifetime. That's fine. I'm gonna cut that out of the episode and make it my great tone. Uh, perfect. Uh, right on top of the fucking D and D unicorn. That um, <laughs> beautiful. Still there. Jesus Christ, that's unbelievable. It's been like four years, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. This song is incredibly catchy. I think I probably sang it once a day for my entire lifetime. Um, and I'm so it's jealous. Incredibly bad. 
This song is dumb as hell. It's wonderful. <laughs> um, th- this was, yeah, this was like a slap in the face every time. I was never prepared. I knew it was coming. And every time I was like, what's happening? Oh, fuck. It's so good. Um, Just like Sean, now that you've heard it, ten. keep in mind that every time you see something that's small, you're going to think of this Little song. Little bitty. Oh, yes! Yay! Oh god! This song gets I love ten, it. ten little bitty boots and ten little bitty spurs. Oh yeah, ten little bitty boots and ten little bitty spurs feels so good. And those those boots and spurs know that it's all right to be little bitty. <laughs> they don't feel bad about being little bitty at all. No, they know no, it's all one right. One of them, one of them's in a little hometown, and the other's in a big old city. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> he bought him. He bought him with his little bitty check. <laughs> Me and Sean are having the best time, and Derek is just like rubbing his temple like he has a headache. This is beautiful. I wish you guys hated this uh, song, cause I want to no, hate no. it so much. It's so bad. No. No, no part of you wants I love to hate it. this song. I don't even. I don't even think it's bad. I think it's good. I think it's like a bad good song. I think every good, bad choice song? is the right one. Good bad song. Yeah. Uh, d- Piano Man is a bad good song. Yes. Uh, in my people like Piano Man, but I t- I do not. I know you don't. Um, and it's and objectively that's a well constructed tune. Uh, Derek, like like little bitty, <laughs> like little. Uh, Derek, what are your boots and spurs for this bad boy? And what size are they, Derek? Yeah, what size are they? Can what size are have they, Derek? one giant boot just filled with <laughs> tiny boots. That's... Oh, okay, all right. No, we'll take that. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It's the little bitty boot depository. Yeah. No, I'm not giving it, like, <laughs> a real number. I can't. I can't be objective. Uh, it's the little bitty boot box. Yeah. Little bitty boot. Wow, like what an utter delight. I'm, tiny boot vending machine. I like... Tiny boot. <laughs> they have that in Japan, right? Yeah, probably. I'm sure they have that in Japan. Yeah. Um, wow, what a delight it is to end a set on a, like, yeah! fun song instead of, like, a boring, yeah, that's horrible fair. song. I know, maybe. Um, yeah, I guess we'll uh, take a quick break and then we'll come back and uh, rank these bad did boys. You, did, did you boots and spurs, Lauren? Yeah, I, tended to, I did the same thing you did. Oh, good. Just Just the, sure. It was in the middle of a, a fit of giggling. So, very yes. good. I apologize. I did say I it. Whether, it. Whether it was intelligible or not is I a, believe <laughs> is entirely up for debate. But uh, yeah, no, ten little bitty boots and ten little bitty spurs. For yeah. Sure. <laughs> uh, but yeah, take a quick break and uh, then we'll rank. <laughs> Woo! Welcome back to Folsom Prison oh Tunes. Oh my god. Now that we're done rating the songs, the weird songs, the bad songs, the good songs. The great songs. We're, the great songs. Not a lot of them, but they were there. Just the one. Uh, just a little bitty. Just a little bitty. Okay, I, th- I was going to say. It ain't Don't Think I Don't Think About It. That's no, a good song. No, no, that song's good. Little yeah. bitty's great. Rose Garden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Rose, Rose Garden's, Garden's great. Pretty good. You're yeah. right. 
Boy, close it out with two great songs. I yeah. think Highway Man is great too, but I get that. Uh, boy, Lauren doesn't. Uh, <laughs> I think it's fine. I'll put it wherever you want. Good. Let's figure out how to rank these goddamn songs. Number one twenty-one on the Sirius XM Top One Thousand Country Songs of All Time. Uh, where do we want Rodney Atkins's "Take a Back Road"? A song I feel almost nothing about. Uh, yeah, I, I feel like pretty pretty negatively about it. Okay, five sixes. Yeah, I I just feel like there's gonna be so many more bad songs I, I know. that a song that I feel neutral about. I lean towards like the four hundreds. Uh, that's between you and Derek. I don't actually care that much, but okay. I think this song's worse than Meet in the Middle. This song's definitely worse than Meet in the Middle. I know I'll Lauren agree. does not think. Oh wow! Okay, okay. Right. We put that one at four fifty for reasons we un- did. Yeah, reasons uh, unclear to man or God. Lauren, god damn it! That song's uh, not good. You're wrong. Like I start walking your I'll way. I'll stab you. Um, please don't get stabbed. Otherwise, this will be used as evidence against me. <laughs> Fuck. A mysterious stabbing tonight, and the only evidence is a podcast. <laughs> More at 11. Um, I don't know. We can put it in the 500s, the late 400s. Yep. I don't care. What's in, what's in the, what's in the, uh, what's in the late fours, early fives, Derek? Yeah, this is gonna get weird, because we put, like, Good-Hearted Woman at 490, and Johnny Rich's Love at 525. You guys are dicks. Yeah, we're, Why we're, did we do we're, that? We are God's mistake. Yeah. Uh, I think the, the fucking Craig Morgan is God's mistake, actually, but... Well, he didn't put "Good-Hearted Woman" at four ninety. He did true. create a, the one of the worst Jesus songs I've ever heard, though. Yeah, it's true. I don't know. Four ninety-five. I don't. Care. I'll start walking my. That work for that you, Shawnee boy. Fine. Big bad Sean in the middle. <laughs> That Big bad pie. I hate you. Shut up. <laughs> it is. Uh, I don't know what we do with Floyd Kramer's last yeah. date. I don't know. I don't know how to know. Six oh one. Fucking what? No, this now. I think it's good, but I don't. Four oh one. I don't know how to contextualize no. it. Is the problem. 35. I'm just naming numbers now. What where yeah, do you yeah, what is the sure area are. you want to put it in? 250. Fine. Okay, that puts it between okay. Kiss an Angel Good Morning and She's in Love with the Boy. No, this song is worse than She's in Love with the Boy. Fine. Where's She's in Love with the Boy? 265. And then What's yeah, after 270, that? you've got Chicken Fried. All right, 267. 267. This is better than chicken fried? Damn. Yes. It's better than cold beer on a Friday night. I don't agree, but fine. It's not better than a pair of jeans that fit just right, because I have big thighs, and uh, so it's hard for me to find jeans that fit just right. I feel that. Yeah. Yeah, you know. It sucks. Desperado. Oh, this fucking song. Why don't you come to your senses? 
Uh, I don't know. I really this. I like the song, but I think it's a bad cover. I don't like this song, but I think it's a good cover. It's very funny. I don't like this song, and I don't think it's a good cover, so I guess we're all in different camps. Um, (laughs) We we covered pretty much all of it. Yeah, we do. Uh, The only thing we don't have is someone who thinks it's good and good. (laughs) It's good and good. Which is very funny. Maybe we can bring in the cat. She doesn't care about shit. (laughs) She'll just Um, try to eat my limbs. Um... There are just, like, again, this is just where, if we don't, you know, care that much about this song, it's a chance to be strategic. There are going to be worse songs than Desperado. A lot of them. I feel like mid-300s is kind of how I feel about this song, but... That's fine. (sighs) Okay. Uh, 345 is open, and that would put it between Honeybee and I'm Coming Over. This song's better than Honeybee. No, it's not. And I'm coming over. No, it's not. It 100% is. No. Fuck Honeybee. You're... The songs you think are corny... Mm, Okay. You know what? We're not gonna do this. We're not gonna do this. Honeybee's a good enough time. I don't think this cover's better than Honeybee. Fine, Uh, stick it there. Whatever. That's fine. I'm not gonna fight you people. I guess is fine. You're wrong, but... Hi. Fucking Wayman. wrong ass people. Hi, Wayman. Oh. Hi, Wayman. This is, this, this, this was high up, baby. High up. High, high up. Well, we'll throw How out high some are numbers, we fucko. Easy, easy top 50, maybe top 25. I would put it at like 70. No, nope. Nope, not going lower than 50. Not happening. Will not. Cannot. I'm looking at everything else in the top 50, and I do think that I like this better than many of them. Do I like it better than King of the Road? Maybe not. Where's King of the Road? King of the Road's 42. Okay. Followed by Johnny Cash's Boy Named Sue at 45. And I think maybe I do like this better than a Boy Named Sue. I would agree, actually. Mm-hmm. So, uh, take your pick, Sean. 43 or 44? 44. 44. Wonderful. Wonderful. Well, I thought you were going to advocate for it to be, like, number 12, and I was going to be like, eesh. That's I mean, fine. I think, I, no, I, I stand by thinking it should be in the top 25, but I'm, I'm not. Look, it's Daylight Savings Day. We're all a little low energy. I'm not here to fight you people. We're Aren't allowed to though? have a low energy. No, not today. I'm not. No, right. that's what I'm saying. Usually I am. Today I am not. Uh, <laughs> we're allowed to have a low energy episode every now and then. And uh, God, this we one's it, out baby. A way to not though, because uh, we're gonna judging by the the last couple of weeks, we're gonna have a lot of low energy songs. I know these songs. Yeah, we're we're we need segments. Don't worry, I got it. Um, <laughs> Uh, 125 Craig Morgan that's what I love about Sunday I hope what he likes about Sunday is being in the fucking 800s I don't do you, where I don't know where you guys yeah no that tracks this is a bad song yeah I would say like 8 or 7 or 800s yeah uh, what do we got uh, you guys just let me put some songs pretty low mm-hmm 
Yeah, we Not know. Not proud of that. Uh, Why don't you go to I don't know. Is this senses? worse than the guy who's smoking weed and watching airplanes? I hate that song. I actually uh, like this song better than I like that song. I probably like this song better than that song, too. Okay. Because that guy's uh, a dumbass. This guy just loves yeah. Jesus and is boring. Yeah, between yeah. Blue jeans. 817, uh, How Forever Feels, 840, Watching so Airplanes. Yeah, boy, How Forever Feels isn't that bad. No, it's really not. Um, All right. Yeah, what? 820. I don't know. Okay, I can do 820. Fine. I feel like we're also going to regret this, but that's fine. We're going to regret everything we're doing. Amarillo by morning. About mm-hmm. San Antonio. I like this song. I like this song. song, too. I'm going to say, like, in the 100s. I don't know that it's a top 100, but in the 100s feels right. Comfortable with that. Low 100s, preferably. Yeah. Low meaning in the 10s. Or the, yeah. Okay. Yeah, sorry. No, no, it's always confusing. <laughs> it is. Do we... Uh, do we think maybe this is just one that they got right? Oh, where do they have it? 20... What is it? 126? 126. Sure. I'm fine with yeah. that. We can throw them sure. a bone every once in a while. Now throw us a bone. Serious XM. XM. Give us some I, fucking they are, money. They're not interested in throwing us a bone. They're not interested in making a good list. Uh, hey, what is uh, what's it look like? I up near uh, the nine nineties because uh, here comes that devil woman. Eesh. The nine nineties. We have Springsteen at nine ninety nine. At nine ninety eight, we have Gubatusa. Sorry. What? God bless the USA. Oh. oh yeah, no, fuck that. Yeah, fuck that song. Tim and Faith with "It's Your Love" at nine ninety six. We left ninety nine nine ninety seven open for your eventual worst song, Derek. Okay. Yeah, that's something we established in a previous episode. That's bizarre. <laughs> I don't know. It's very we did funny. That. Uh, Probably because you because there's a song that you think is coming. That you say is like that you want it number a thousand, and uh, we were placing probably Tim and Faith. Yeah, and we agreed to leave nine ninety seven open for you. Okay, so there would be a place to put it. I'm gonna put this one at nine ninety seven because I think you guys are not going to feel nearly as strongly about that song. Wow, boy! Now I want this song. It sucks that it might be like. 150 episodes before that song shows up yeah that's also just very generous of you derek to not just use that as your trump card it is um is are you sure you want to do that i mean i forgot that that was a thing that had been established and i will forget 10 minutes after we close this call yep so that's true all right if you want to put it there that's fine with me this song is just so awful Made worse by the All fact right, cool. that it's very good. Yeah. I wish it was just a bad song. Yeah. That would be better somehow. Yeah. No. Miracle. <laughs> uh, All right. Uh, 
number 128. I don't want to be anything other than what I've been trying to be. Oh, it's not that song. It just sounds like it. Uh, don't think I don't think about it. It does sound like uh, that song. It does. I, it's like, oh, I thought about that song a lot. I think this song came this out song. first, though. I'm sure it did. Uh, so Lenny Kravitz just stealing Darius Rucker's style, I guess. Is that Lenny Kravitz? Is it? Am I being horrible? I don't. I don't know. I. I don't know who right. that's. Uh, Gavin DeGraw. Oops, my bad. Boy, that's. They were famous know. around the same time, weren't they? I don't know. I don't know who Gavin DeGraw is. So. I think that's his only song. Yeah, I believe it. Why did I think that was Lenny Kravitz? Oh, it's the. That's the opening to One Tree Hill. It is. Wow, I did not know that. Oh, Gavin DeGraw has Chariot. That song's really good, actually. Ah, Chariot. Yeah, I remember that song. Um, uh, where did I get Lenny Kravitz from? Jesus, I'm a dipshit. I, I don't know. Uh, yeah. Daylight Savings strikes I again. I don't think you guys are thinking about this song. I, I don't think we're don't thinking think about I don't think about this song. I'm always thinking about this song. I've been singing it for the last like five days nonstop. Great. I haven't. I don't like it that much. Uh, you guys decide, and I'll veto if necessary. Oh, uh, this is this is fine. I think two twenty. Comfortable with that? I'd put it higher, but if that's the highest I can get, y'all, that's fine. I mean, I like it better than Sean. So if you wanna, if you wanna counter, I would say like one ninety. I'm fine with that. Okay, yeah, that puts it between fuck off shitty drunk on a plane at 200 and Eddie Rabbit with drunk on a plane is at 181. So You're such an asshole. I gotta be the bummer. I, uh, yeah, I just mean, that's... fulfilling my role. Yeah, you're good at it. 190. Uh, Alright, 190 so for don't think about it. You're the bummer, Sean is the energy, and I'm here. I guess I'm the woman. <laughs> I can't. I can't the be the energy. Lady. Then you get episodes like this. The token lady. What up? Here Listen, to... I did have. Uh, here to what? Oh, I was gonna just say, be a feminist, killjoy. Um, very good. Well, it does, I mean, we're all feminist killjoys. We really don't need you. That's we true. Just, but I'm sure we, I will get the most hate on Twitter for it. I mean, that's true. We need representation. We need to uh, virtue signal. Uh, so. <laughs> On a so you need to podcast? be here on a country podcast. Uh-huh. Uh oh, fuck me, Rose Garden. Where? Uh, Ooh, pretty high up, baby. Um, yeah. I think top. I think top hundred. Yeah, For sweet. sure. Yeah. Okay. Uh. My impulse is to put it around like seventy, but I'm thinking I don't know how many better songs we're gonna get. I know. Yeah, I this song's really 46. fucking good. Great. Fine. Great. Cause I top do, 50, I'm cool with that. Yeah. 40, 46 or like 43, it's open. If we think it's better than 46. What's 45? What's, 45 yeah, 44. is Boy Named Sue. Oh, it's better than Boy Named Sue. Okay. I'm going to say 43. What's 44? We just assigned 44 to High Women, I believe. I think mm. this song is better than Highwaymen. Well, we know you think it's better than Highwaymen. You were the one who decided to put it at 44, so... Yeah, and now you're arguing to put one higher than it. That, that makes sense to me. Yes. I'm not surprised by this. Uh, I'd rather it at 50, 46. I'm comfortable. Derek, you're the tiebreaker. No, I'm comfortable with either of them. Y'all gotta 
No. Y'all gotta fight. <laughs> the song fucking slaps. It's so yeah, fucking so good. Yeah, so does Highwayman. I'm, I'm not... No. Yeah, this song's great. Highwayman is also great. All right, fine. Let's put it at 38. All right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so we like it better than King of the Road. Yeah, sure. actually. I, I do I, not, but that's fine. I, I yes. Chaotic decision on Sean's part to put it just way higher instead of one higher. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, because then it's not directly better. Fight off nothing. your nose, spite your face, but whatever. I'll take it. Hey, listen, my face is doing just fine. Is it? Ouch. Hey. <laughs> that's a low blow. Come on. Hey, oh, that blow, also. That blow was little bitty. Oh, also, uh, Derek, I paid you a compliment and you didn't hear it last time we recorded. Um, oh, yeah, that's true. What happened? I do want to. <laughs> you, um, I forgot what the context of it was, but uh, I mean, it'll you be took on off... the recording. It will be on the recording, but it, it was right before the podcast started. Oh. Um, you took off your headphones for the hooey from Sean, as is an intelligent move. Um, and for some reason, I don't remember the context, I said that you were very handsome. Oh, thank you. And you didn't you. hear it. Because you took off your headphones I did just yeah. before I, I said it. Aw, that's very yeah, kind. I, I, oh, because I had to, I could only look at one of you for some reason. Oh, yeah. You had something blocking and, your screen. Yes, and, Der- and you said, like, Derek, like, oh, like, like you choose Lauren, obviously. And then you took off your headphones. And I said, don't say that, you're very <laughs> handsome, Derek. And you didn't hear me say it. Well, thank um, you. Just wanted to say for the record, uh, so A, Derek knows, and B, uh, so the audience knows that we don't fucking hate Derek. <laughs> yeah, we, like, we like Derek very much. We like Derek very much. Uh, he's a soulless husk, but we like him quite a bit. <laughs> God uh, damn it, we had one nice moment. <laughs> uh, little Bitty is number eight. Thank you for listening to False of Prisoners, and when you hear Tim McGraw... No, um... <laughs> You I remember mean, the sign-off this week. I did remember the sign-off. I did it a little early. A little Pulled the trigger a little early. Uh, where, I mean... God, I don't even know what to do with this song. This is one of those, like, chug-a-lug where I'm like, I love this, but I have no idea where to put it. The, I mean, the teens? The 20s? Uh, I could Derek, do, where will you I allow could, us to put it? I could live with the 20s, I guess. Yeah! <laughs> What's in the twenties? I think twenty nine, and that That's fine. I don't like it because that does put it above sixteen tons. Oh fuck! What Oof. is sixteen tons at thirty? Thirty, and then twenty eight is take this job and shove it. Mm. What's after thirty? Yeah, walking after midnight. Stand by your man. And then we have 10 open spaces, except we don't because we just filled 38. But 38's the only one between 32 and 42. I could have it in that that early 30s. Sure, like 33. 33. Comfortable with it. Little Little bitty bitty 33. (laughs) Just a little bitty 33. It's just a tiny number. Just a little bitty 33. Just a little bitty. You're not wrong. Well, that's it for us. Thanks for hanging in there with us, guys. <laughs> Sorry this one was a little weird. Daylight Saving Sunday is always a, a, a weird day. The energy's a little off. The songs are getting weirder. We'll figure out how to keep it up. Keep it energetic for you guys, even while the songs get boring and, and dull and 
there's fewer itty bitties and more uh, back roads is so Duh. we're gonna figure out how to deal with that. Uh, <laughs> but thanks for listening and uh, for Warren and Derek. Thank when you, you hear for Tim McGraw, prison we hope you think of if us. If you like the show, please rate and review us on iTunes. If you don't, go fuck yourself. Got a question? Email us at fptpod at gmail.com and we might answer it in an upcoming episode. You can also follow us at fptpod on Twitter for updates and to find our Spotify playlist with all the songs we've covered so far. See you next week! Yeehaw!